We are thrilled and moved by the response to the podcast. We love reaching actors all over the world, actors like you, who tell us that our podcast inspires them, informs them, and makes them excited and proud to be an actor. Yeah, but make no mistake, an acting career is won by being in the consistent practice of the work, week after week, month after month, year after year. Success for an actor is in the doing. So here at the BGB studio, we offer the highest quality acting training for passionate, committed, talented, and ambitious actors. We see that kind of work transform talent into successful careers, and that makes us so happy. There is no substitute for doing the work consistently, and we offer the work of success. We are the home of your 10,000 hours. We offer ongoing and eight-week on-camera auditions, scene study, and workout classes. They're available now. So sign up now to secure your spot and get to work. Go to bramangarciabraun.com slash classes or click the link for classes in the podcast show notes. We'll see you in class. You want to book as much acting work as you can, as often as you can. We get that. The thing is, you don't book acting work by focusing on booking acting work. The industry is more dynamic than that. The art is more interesting than that. By taking you inside the craft, the casting room, and the business, and bringing other industry experts into the conversation, we dig in. We pull back the curtain of the industry and show you how much power you really have as an artist. And by bringing your humanity to the work and the industry, you become an artistic leader the kind of actor who books work. Even after decades of working with actors all over the world, in our classes at the BGB studio, teaching, coaching, casting, directing, producing, acting, on set, on stage, behind the camera and in front, nothing excites us more than seeing you express your unique artistic voice, humanize the business, and book work doing it. We're here on the podcast and in class at the BGB studio to give you all the tools you need to be a championship level working actor right now in an industry that desperately needs your voice and your leadership. Yeah, industry and artistry. This is the only place you're going to hear this. I'm Risa. And I'm Steve. And this is the Acting Podcast from the BGB Studio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Acting Podcast. And we have a special episode today with two amazing guests, with Steve and me. Um, and we'll introduce them in a second. Hi, Steve. Oh, hello. <laughs> yes. Hi. Hello, Hi. Lisa. How are you? Good. Good. This is his radio voice? Because at the end of the day, Steve really <laughs> wants his own radio show. We, we need to say, it's an old bit at this point, though, right? <laughs> no, it's but I've it, done this bit on this no. podcast. He so always has that voice. He does. It. He does. That's his voice. That's his voice? That's oh. when I, my experience of you is that's your this voice. That's my voice. Yes. Oh. This, this is who I am. No, but then you go into the like, hey, everybody. So anyway. I, didn't go, I don't feel like I did that. Just now? I, I think, think you did. did I? I did. Well, anyway, uh, you can tell us out there what you think. And if you think Steve Braun should have his own radio show, BGB Radio Hour, uh, yeah. will let, let us know and uh, put it in the comments and, uh, and we'll decide. So t- today we have with us uh, Sydney Walsh and Kate Cohen, who are two of our extraordinary BGB master teachers, and they teach a lot of great stuff here at the studio, and they're also wonderful actors creators, writers, producers, humans, women, and uh, we're so happy to, and we've been having a conversation with the two of you for so long about all this stuff that we're going to talk about today, which is how to be a happy actor. Um, And what we have are answers. (laughs) We don't, we don't, no. But this is an important discussion, And, and so like some of this, as we talked about, is 
I think where uh, the acting community generally is at just now after three plus, two and a half plus years of uh, pandemic ridiculousness and pain and suffering, and perhaps sometimes that ends up being um, some habitual, ugh, this sucks. And then there's all the reasons why success as an actor is elusive, and you're you know pouring your guts out in the rejection, and and all of a sudden you're stuck in this place of everything is shitty, full stop. Yeah. So, at this point, um, it's time perhaps to uh, to shift your focus to stop looking at the things that are wrong and start creating a structure, a practice uh, of positivity that um, that that supports you, so you can do what you love. And so we'll be in that ballpark. And I, and I think it's probably different for for everyone. Certainly, each of you have uh, have had your experiences with how to right the ship. You know, when things get shitty, and indeed they will. So. Uh, maybe we start there with each of you, like, describe briefly, lest we wallow in all of this, of, like, when you hit the bottom in as an actor and, uh, and, and, and what sort of practices you've used or found to, to right the ship. And come back to your joy and your love of the work or love of the craft. So, so, so I'm name, Sydney so Walsh, yeah, okay. and hi. You'll recognize your voice as we go. Um, so the, the bottom, the bottom for me was I was working a lot as a, uh, and this is again, like we're in a different time frame now, but back in the day you could do a lot of episodic television. If you just showed up to a lot of rooms and people cast you, it was like, it was sort of an amazing time. And I was really lucky and I worked a lot and, um, but I didn't feel my work. I wasn't feeling anything. I was walking into these situations where I was on a set and you'd like wait in the trailer or whatever it was and, you'd, and then you'd do your work and then you'd leave. And, and the material wasn't bad. It just wasn't exciting. It wasn't what I was really wanting to do as an artist. I didn't feel like I was um, honoring the thing that I showed up for in the first place. Like the reason I became an actor wasn't to do an episode of TJ Hooker. Sorry, if you don't know what TJ Hooker is, go look it up. That's it's what back Google. in the day means. That's what back in the day. Like I'm telling you, I got to like have a fight with Heather Locklear, oh. like on the ground, oh, you know, oh. that was my, I mean, I, I was on really lucky. Yes. And I booked that. And like, I would, I booked a lot of those kinds of shows and I was really happy and working and, you know, but I wasn't happy. I was, I was just doing this kind of dutiful thing. And I remember going back to class. I was 34 years old and I said, I'm going back to class. I want to work on Maggie the Cat in, in Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. I want to work on Clifford Odets. That's someone you should look up to. I want to work on, I want to work on all this classical material because no one's going to let me. Like, th there's no one there to say, okay, it's your turn to do Clifford Odets or Maggie the Cat. I have to take up my space and do that myself. So I went back to class. And it literally just, I was like the happiest person. I remember being on stage, bringing my whole house to scene study class, like setting everything up and like having these long improvisations with my scene partners and, and finding it and finding it and finding it and exploring and living in my whole body and doing more than like, you know, a half a page of dialogue, like really living inside of a world. And, and I just stayed in class and, and then went and joined a theater company and literally all of that changed my life and made me remember 
from when I was, you know, a child in Fiddler on the Roof playing Yenta in fifth grade, what I was there for, like what this is about. And then walking into rooms after that and feeling so full and in my body and there. And did that, did that change the way you auditioned? Totally. How? It gave my work a purpose because it wasn't about the people in the room that I was trying to please. I was, I was living inside of the process of creating a character or living inside of a world, whatever it was, whatever it was. And, and having the practice of working on really, really solid theatrical material that, you know, that we should all be working on as, as creators. And I don't mean like from the forties, it can be from, from now, but just working on juicy, juicy stuff gave me also i remember a teacher saying you need to have you know you need to be prepared to have the right to step on the stage like go do the work and so i would walk into all these rooms free mm-hmm. and in my body and 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 there to like offer them this is my version of things i don't know if you need it or want it but i have it here it is and now i'm leaving and i'm going to go back to my my people who i who i play with so that made me happy and that was in my mid-30s, that's when that, mm. that shift happened. And just, just, to, just to ask you about that, you said that you know, it was different then, but how is that, is that different now, that process, that process of coming back to the work that light, lights you up and fills you up, is that, that is the same now, no matter who it's you the are? Same. It, doesn't, yeah. it doesn't matter. You could be walking into a room or making a self-tape. Mm. It's, it's getting bogged down in what do they want, how can I please them, how can I rack up a lot of bookings? You know, that, that sense of it being um, either a competition or some kind of, I don't know, goal-oriented weird. Because here's the thing. Like, the work that really makes us happy, I'm going to speak about everyone like I know, but I don't know. The thing that makes me happy is the little tiny moments of discovery in rehearsal, of being with other people, and to bring that to your audition work, to bring that to your your process of everyday work, that all work is important, that you are there to be specific and detailed and alive, none of that changes. It doesn't matter whether we're doing self-tapes or you get to walk in the room, it doesn't change. You've mm-hmm. still gotta do that. You still gotta breathe in and out, live in your body, be in the space connect with your partner, be in the second circle, all of those things, all of that still has to happen. Mm, yeah, yeah. And I don't think that happens without the, the joy of creating. I just don't think it does. I think it becomes like a job or something, and it can't be a job. Yeah. It can't be about money either. It has to be about this other thing. Yeah, and there's some idea that people have, <clears throat> a lot of actors have, I know, about, and directors and writers too, that, that booking the job is the happy place. And we and 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 that's what we're questioning, not that it can not not that it's an unhappy place, but is it the be all end all answer? And we all know miserable series regulars. So many, many who so are miserable because they thought that they would be happy once they got it, and yeah. then turns out yeah. uh, there are other things, and their shit still stinks, etc. Yeah. 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 What about you, Kate? Oh wow. Um, so, I think um, I have a very different story and I think that it um to be a happy actor I mean it's only different in that the details are different but having tried everything I just come back to like it's only about this moment and anytime I think there's an answer 
or a job or a number of auditions or a number of bookings that's, go that's going to make me happy, I am once again reminded that it never happens that way. And so, I, I mean, I can tell my story of um, feeling um, not seen and um, very free in acting classes, finding, uh, like, touching upon the art of it and the industry just not seeing me. And so happy in the work, unhappy in the industry. And I thought, well, the way that I decided to change that was by creating my own work. However, I didn't do any of the internal work on, like, Wow, because because what happened was in creating that work, a snowball effect started to happen and attention and reviews and meetings and pitches and people wanting to get on board. And a really exciting thing happened. And I think I was in fear. I was in, well, when I get there, we're going to get there and then I'll be happy. Mm. And because I only knew, uh, I hadn't really like gotten to know myself as a person, was like, oh, it's happening. And when it happens, I'll be happy. <laughs> and then it didn't happen. It, you know, things happened. It, whatever it, you know, the magic doors <laughs> opening and success arriving and the whole thing happening. It didn't happen. But more importantly was I missed enjoying it. And I missed the, ple because afterward, of course, I find out, you know, that's the name of the game. That's just the beginning. Like now you're, you know what it is to create something. I was convinced that I had one shot and I screwed it up. And I think the work I did after that, I get emotional, which was um, just internal. Like, what do I think this industry is going to give me and why? And it stopped becoming about like, oh, I'm doing something exciting, more about, well, where is it going to get me? And what's next? And what's next? That I just thought, like, I'm going to miss my life. I was in my 30s and was like, this is uh, not worth it. And I had friends who were on shows, had won Emmys, had all done all the things, and they were questioning or had run out of money or didn't have a job. And it was like, oh, this is this industry is not built to give any of us happiness. So um, I came back to the industry in a different way after taking a break and having children, not even a long break, you know, it feels like a break. It was a matter of months. And I was like, I'm, this is just going to be, I'm going to approach this with ease. Mm -hmm. And it was easy. And I did start to book. And then I just kept booking and booking. And I'm like, is this it? Because <laughs> now I'm racking up some credits, but I feel empty. I feel like I'm hitting a goal. And, and I realized the work wasn't um, a value to me. It just was, but everybody thought it was very exciting and I could talk about it in a way that made people impressed. Mm -hmm. And I was like, see, you're doing the thing you never got to do. The, the industry sees you. People see you. But I was like, I'm not having a good time. This is um, scary and, and unsatisfying for me at the moment. And I went, and I think that's because I was again, outwardly focused on uh, success. And again, I went back to myself and thought, I want to create again. And it's interesting because uh, the happiest I've been with my acting is now. And it, 
I fired my agents a couple years ago, let them go, said goodbye, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> fired, because I wasn't happy. And yet I've kept working because I've made relationships, just coincidentally, which has been lovely uh, during COVID to work occasionally. But I'm more focused on uh, my life, creating stuff. Yeah, I want to work again as an actor, but I am not interested in engaging with the industry in the way that I always have. And so I I feel a little bit in transition. But in that transition, I'm creating and I'm writing every single day and I'm coming to class to touch that part of myself that I know I love. I'm just not quite sure what happiness as an actor is. And I'm happy now. So I'm like, okay, let's just uh, find it as I go. Mm. Yeah, and I just want to say also, for those of you listening, both of you, I mean, Kate and Sydney, um, are incredibly talented creators, and because I believe that the two of you are at a place right now where you're willing to let go of all that other stuff and honor your your voice. Yeah, and I think being women of a certain age like we we're not encouraged to do that okay. we're supposed to say it in french though uh, yeah my mother once saw it she did not get any work done but she went and saw a doctor who just kept saying as the candle burns <laughs> and i've never recovered from oh that my God. as the candle burns oh um oh. no but i there was really um I just think that I can tell a story that I wasn't encouraged to do this and now it's too late. And so, but also I can tell that story. I'm not really interested in it though. So instead I am trying with my actions to change the story, which is who says things can't happen at this age right. and, that, and that, you know, uh, I'll be the one, yeah. you know, to do it. And there are stories of people doing it later. And I just think the more, like, that's the industry I want to see, so I'm trying to create it. Yeah. And let's just say, we're not 90. No. no. And even then, I I, I'm curious about what the stories are. So, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah absolutely. And, and I know. I, I say that. And even the fact that I bring that up is uh, part of the issue, I think. Just, like, who am I? Where am I? How did, you know, what does it mean to be? Which I think is not always that helpful. Can I also say, and I, I, this is right right now for me, I love teaching. Like, it makes me happy. Mm. It makes me so happy. I love using the things I learned to do or learned to unlearn to do. I love, I love being with actors in a room. I love it. It, it literally makes me happy every time I'm here. Well, it speaks and to you also honoring that what you the process does. you talked about before and now bringing that into the teaching the the, the studio space. It feels super purposeful. Mm. It feels like we have sacred space all the time that people are finding their way and that like I get to be part of that is amazing to me. Yeah. It's joyous. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. And there are actors listening to this who um maybe earlier on in their journey seeking this pot of gold, you know, that I think each of us on some level started seeking. So we're four or five and we have this moment and we're like, oh my God, this acting, this art is the greatest ever. I'm answering the call. Like this will be my life, right? And I think what we're saying here is that it never gets better than that. And 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 and, and, and that's a great thing, right? You said like the industry isn't here to take care of your needs. 
But the acceptance of that, like this is Buddhist philosophy, once you accept that, that it's not here to make you feel awesome and it's not the pot of gold, that acceptance starts offering you some calm and some peace. And so so then the question is to that 22-year-old who is like guns blazing, I'm going to work 25 hours a day, I'm going to get this thing. How do you bring them back consistently to, but also there's nothing that the industry will give you that will be more valuable and better for you than the artistry, which sounds like a lie and sounds like bullshit to them, right? Like, fuck you, I'm here to book. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you were going to say something. Oh, well, I have <clears throat> the thing that seems to be helping for me is to remember that five-year-old and to think of the work that I'm doing in every self-tape, in everything that I write, in every job that I do as giving, as being of service. Because uh, when I was trying to get, yes. it made me feel powerless. When I realized, oh, I'm here to give something, um, not only does everything change around me, but I feel like I have a purpose, mm -hmm. that my work, no matter the size of the job, uh, is part of a whole collaboration. When I was working over COVID, I was very nervous for a day of work. Um, it had been a year because of COVID, and I was working with some big names, and I, I just got nervous. And as I was driving to the studio, I thought, oh, Go make everybody else's day better. Yeah. This is not about me. Yeah. Can I come to set and make everyone have a little bit, whoever I come in contact with, just see how they're doing and be available as well as to my scene partner when we get to the... And I'm telling you, I felt powerful, like I belonged, because I, I was. I was a human being saying, I'm here. We're, we all have masks on our faces. This is weird. But... Um, let me, and it just shifted everything, and I was no longer a nervous actor. I was somebody coming to help. So to the 22-year-old who wants to book and book and book, uh, great. But if you can shift it to, I have something to offer to this city, this industry, this art form that's unique to me, and show up with that in offering as opposed to with a hat in your hand, it changes the way everything goes. And, and P.S., that you, book's work. That book's work. It does book work. I would also say that for a 22-year-old, there needs to be a practice of that because I don't think it is natural to someone young necessarily to be, how can I be of service <laughs> to everyone on set? Uh, yeah. yeah, or I'm even not in, sure. in the Celtic. I'm yeah. not saying that that's not possible. I'm yeah. just saying that I think that that's something that what and this is the other part of the the joy of doing all of this is that there's a lot of different aged people in this business lots of people with different experiences that can actually support a 22 year old through that kind of growth and how do i get what i want and going after it so that you you are literally um helping anyone who's young learn you're gonna get knocked down you have to get back up. You got to stay in the game. You got to get off the bench and be in the game. And doing all of that means you've got to be practicing. And you got to be around people who can help you find all that. You are not going to do this by yourself. No. And a lot, I remember being 22 and being like, oh, I'm going to make this happen. Wrestle it to the ground. And, you know, I was miserable and lonely. Yes, but. And, but and useless. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't good at what I'm. to offer. Yeah, I had anyway. nothing to yeah. offer because it was mm -hmm. all about wanting to control something. Well, and also being careful about who you do surround yourself with because 
as someone younger, there are a lot of people here in town who will say, I know how to do it. Sure. Do this and it will happen. Do it. And, um, and when you're young and impressionable, you'll be like, okay, you, you yeah. tell me how to do it and I'll follow your four steps and then I'll book work. And sometimes it works, but most of the time it doesn't. There's just no formula. So every time, every time, and I knew it in my 20s, I knew it. Anytime I'm looking for somebody else to tell me what to do, I know I have the answer. Mm -hmm. And just because you're in your 20s doesn't mean you don't know. You knew when you were five. And then we just forget. And, and then we're just... And, and just to keep reminding ourselves that we're walking around with that information from when you're five all the time. Yeah. Like that yeah. is in you. That's that's your birthright. That's who you are. You know, it's funny. You talked about the second circle, which is the Patsy Rotenberg, and we'll put a link to her video. Um, genius. Yeah, it is genius. And, and, but, but that's how you, we learn to sit in the present, you know, without being afraid and pulling back or without going headlong into it aggressively, mindlessly, you know? And that takes time and practice and a whole other mindset in how we approach the work. And it's hard, it's hard to do that. It takes some time, it takes practice, and it takes trust. Well, I come from the world of dance, and there was no way you were Kate just... Kate was a rockette, by the way. <laughs> I'm never going to live that down around her. No, it's a great thing I know, to be. I know, I know that. I well, when I was a little down. girl, and I would go to Radio yeah. City Musical and watch Rockettes, and I would gasp. Yeah. You know, it was like the most magical thing. It's so, like the endless chorus line. I mean, it's, it's yeah. incredible. No, so, and it, yeah. it really... So um, I'm not saying it to make fun of you oh, or put you on that. this, but I, I, I literally right. think it's Thank you. the most magical fantasy in the world. Thank you. Well, I thought that was another job I thought was going to fix everything. Oh, like, yeah. oh, now that I'm a rocket, yeah. <laughs> now that I'm a rocket, I'm in New York City. I have conquered New York City. And, you know, then there's reality, um, which lovely people, my best friends were rockets with me. I'm not denigrating Some the Some of rockettes. my best friends are rockets. <laughs> <laughs> but truthfully, we're raising our children together. We are very close. Like, I, it was a, it was a, an incredible time. And you also, still do kick lines? <laughs> um, only if we want to hurt ourselves. Um, no, I can still kick. Um, but not together. We don't do them in line. Once a rocket, always a rocket. We don't do them in line. Um, but... Um, what was my point? Oh, that coming from a different artistic um, discipline. Yeah, from dance. Of course you practice every day. Of course you're at the bar doing your plies and you're doing strength training and you're practicing tap, ballet, jazz, gymnastics, contemporary. Um, same thing, I played piano and clarinet. Like there are things to practice. And I think that when actors don't know don't understand because part of the art is making it look effortless is that there's a lot of practice to make it, this seem easy. And then back to the, the support system of community. And if you're not a dancer and you're, and you're just a regular actor who's trying to find that, um, the other thing that happened to make me happy was I joined this theater company where we were just doing viewpoints and making work on the spot on that day, every Saturday for five years, where we were we were inventing, and all of us were exhausted from you know trying to give people what they wanted or thinking that we had to do that, and then we found this place where we could just make work together and feel part of something, mm -hmm. and not wait for the industry to say you get to be on our show and you get to be on you know whatever show it is. And the again, West just Wing. to inform everybody, all of these things are tools and practices and mindsets that actually help you 
approach the industry, meet the industry in a way that where you can have the success you dream of. And there's and, and be happy doing it. There's equality in it because yeah. you're making something, they're making something, and you don't feel like you're waiting around Which to be collaboration. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and I would challenge that focus though, like in in terms of like, and I and I know we we have to do this right because like actors are showing up. And sure, sure, I, I, I want to be happy, but but I also want to book, right? Mm-hmm. And I really do think that we need to prioritize or reprioritize um, our happiness first in all of that. And that that's that's part of this, right? Like that if your sole focus is on uh, the search for this thing that is elusive and, and, and the attempt to control it when it can't be controlled, uh, you're going to be depleted fairly consistently to the point where your mental health is going to be shit. And can so like, yeah, go ahead, please. No, can I, can I just, I'm going to say that when I was 26 years old, I got sober. And I remember my agent saying to me, what are you doing? Don't get sober. And I was, I, I'm serious. And, and, and I was like, no, I mean, like, I'm lucky I got sober. I, I have a gift right now. I'm going to follow it. And, and they said, you're going to miss out on all this other life because you're not going to be able to go to those places with those people. You mean the parties and the Yeah, things. the parties yeah. and the stuff and the hanging and the schmoozing. And, and I thought, like, at the time, and I was on a TV series when I got sober. I had, I had everything when I got sober. I wasn't at the bottom of some, you know, barrel. And I, I remember walking like purposefully away from this person and and sitting in meetings where all these people saved my life basically and and I can't tell you how important it is to actually like listen to that to listen to the truth which is my life matters my happiness matters my sobriety matters whatever it is for you and I I'm going to I'm going to honor that and I'm not going to listen to someone in the industry tell me I should like throw that away and I think it speaks to like the the separation of you as a human being from the industry. Again, this notion that the industry cannot, because it doesn't have the capacity, see to your good health. Even oftentimes, right? It's it's a system. It's meant to move forward and uh, and to to process you know these systems, process people through these systems, make some art in the interest of shareholders. Like it's it's got all of these, and that's not a finger wag. It's it's a it's a it's, it's just a reality. Right? It's, it's a true. system. And yeah. so so then you also have to advocate for yourself. And and while you may have this loud speaker that is on blast saying, got a book, got a book, you know, comparing yourself to someone else, got a book and Instagram and all that sort of stuff. Um, you're going to have to prioritize your happiness first. Like maybe the, even that's the first step of all and this is like my health and my happiness absolutely matters. And I have to deal with that first and foremost before we start doing anything else. Well, and I think as you say that I'm reminded of a few things. One, I never booked more acting work than when I had my favorite and most lucrative side job. I was busy, so I was not in need. I was taking care of my finances. I felt empowered. I, I was being a personal trainer. I'm not trying to be yeah, but- secretive, but I um, I just started something. I was like, I'm tired of working for people. I want to, I, and it was something I knew that I could do, and I took pride in it and was running around working. And so this idea that you are all one thing or else you're somehow uh, – not worthy or not a real actor. We all know that that's not true at all. But I felt stable and powerful and like, you know, uh, better than I had. And then also um, uh, prioritizing your happiness leads to longevity and sustaining yourself in this industry. And so many people don't make it. They decide not to because they're miserable, because they haven't prioritized it. So 
that's one way to go is to decide to leave if this isn't making you happy. But there is a way, if you want to sustain for a lifetime, to find happiness in an industry that isn't known for it. It just takes work. And sh- and but are there many industries where happiness is prioritized? <laughs> like I do, I wonder in the corporate world. No, but yeah. you know that's probably not the case unless you're in the happiness business. Mm-hmm. You know, but this is a pretty brutal industry for actors, you know, for artists, for writers, for creative people. It just is. And, and because of that, it means that you have to pay that much extra attention to your well-being because it's, there's rejection, there's indifference, you know, it it can be like, as you say, Steve, you know, a violently rejecting, you know, in, in industry. And so it requires even more, especially to sustain decades well, and you, you're talking about this. It's our instrument is it's our yeah. body and our it's emotional you. life. Yeah. So whether nervous system, so whether it's, you know, mental health support through therapy or sobriety or f- whatever version you have of it, learning to care for it is you it, and then to ask because you're asking it to do things that are that take courage, strength, vulnerability, all these things, and it, endurance, endurance, and I, I think, and you know what about that is that the people who we all love and admire and watch, you know, write or create or act things, like they are taking that instrument to a very deep and 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 uh, consequential place, yeah. and if you want to be working at that championship level, you're going to have to have your instrument available to that. And therefore, you're going to have to care for yourself, you know, in the most uh, loving and deep and, and, and extraordinary way. And so by doing that, you know, th- that's why it's this is so much more important than just another industry or another job. And and just to just tag Steve, you always talk about the long game, like committing yourself to the long game, that it's not the episode of TJ Hooker, man. It's it's the whole enchilada. It's the whole thing. It's the long game. And you are going to change and grow and become a, a more, I don't know, available, truthful, etc. person, actor as you grow and change and more alive and, yeah. and, and more alive and mm-hmm. yeah i'd love to be 22 just for one moment just to feel what that feels like again but i wouldn't trade where i am right now or inform yeah. the 22 year old yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, yeah. i wouldn't trade that for anything because the long game is literally life-sustaining yeah yeah um we're going to take a quick break and come back and continue this conversation which i love uh and uh thank you let's uh Let's go and come back. You're talented, you're driven, and you're willing to do what it takes to achieve the success you dream of, but like, what exactly should you do? Like, What are the specific actions that you must take in order to elevate your career to the next level? Well, BGB's Career Masterclass Series is the answer to, frankly, all of your industry questions. We are here to give you the totality of our decades of experience in the industry. All of the tips, advice, inspiration, and latest industry intel that we earn from real-world experience at every level of the business. And we're on the ground right now assessing the changes so that we can offer you everything you need to succeed. Yeah, yeah. We're here to guide you step-by-step through every aspect of the industry, showing you our tested, our proven method to grow your career and really take ownership of it. 
from getting an agent to your marketing materials to the kind of booking mindset that you need, self-tape strategies, how to get casting directors to find you, and so much more. BGB's career masterclasses are all you need to stay focused, informed, and inspired so you can have the acting career you deserve. We're offering amazing live online masterclasses regularly, plus live on-demand classes, all at affordable prices. We want you to have all the tools you need to take your career to the next level and enjoy doing it with confidence and authority. So go to our website, links shared in each podcast episode show notes, or find the links on our Instagram bio, and join us for our next live BGB Career Masterclass or one of our live on demands. We'll see you there. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you. Nice <laughs> um, so I mean, what we're getting at here is this notion that uh, we have to prioritize our good health, our happiness first, that focus, perhaps to the exclusion of the craving to book, which is, which is a challenge. Because I think this notion of scarcity and the potential emotional consequence of failing, you've sacrificed so much to do this, likely have, you know, in the face of everyone saying like, take the real estate exam, go to law school, you blah, 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 blah. You've zigged when everyone's asked you to zag. So like, it, it feels like there's a lot of pressure in that. And, and, and I would say, and I want to hear your views on this, like, um, that we need to prioritize each of us, our own happiness and good health, to the point where if you need to stop acting, like like you said, like let go, bless and release the agents because this is injurious, you have to have the awareness. But we're taught that this is supposed to hurt. It's elusive. You get beat down, you need to accept abuse, better have a thick skin is is the narrative that we're taught. And so, so I, I wanna put it out there to that actor that is listening to this in a really tough spot right now doubting everything, waking up with anxiety, the email comes in, there's no joy for the audition, the self, there's no joy, it's all like, I hate this. You likely need to stop, not forever, but you need to look inside and say like, what is this to me? What matters to me? And and again, priority, so just, I wanna talk about the practical stuff of prioritizing your own joy and happiness in all this. Yeah, I mean, I think as someone who did that, right and it was before covid i can't even blame covid i just was not happy and the um running around saying yes to everything wanting uh just not present with doing really deep work in class and then somehow expecting it to translate with the industry but not really maybe taking an inventory of why that wasn't happening, perhaps running around busy, 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 because numbers are everything, and it was numbers, 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 quantity over quality, that I couldn't see it, but I just one day, in an audition, went, I can't do it. I can't do it. And it it was uh, hard. No, it wasn't hard. There was grief for a bit afterward, but I didn't stop acting. I was still coming to class because I do love acting. I just did not like the way I was engaging with the industry. And that break, which then got furthered by COVID, you know, that sort of lifted like the responsibility from my shoulders. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess I'm getting a longer break. But here I am on the other side of it. And I'm just really being careful about how and when and why I might engage again, because I don't 
always trust myself. And but, I, but important distinction: engage in the industry, in not the in industry, acting. Not right? the acting. The acting. No, no, you, you were making that clear, but I want, I want to yes. make it. No, you, yeah. that was crystal clear. Okay. I just, I have to underline that because, like, I think people conflate that, right? Like. And, and I want to talk about what that did to your identity also, right? Like we have this identity as an actor and also actor equals I have, you know, representation and I'm going out auditioning. And if not that, then who the fuck am I? I'm dead then, right? Like I don't yes. exist. Yes. I don't, yeah, I, don't, I have no identity. I know a number of actors who since COVID in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, uh, lost an agent, haven't been out in a while, haven't booked anything for two, three years, and are really thinking, like, I don't have an identity as an actor anymore because that's what my identity was. Even if I was not booking a ton, I was auditioning a lot or whatever it was, and now they're, they're, they've lost their way after all these years of putting in all the time. Well, and I mean, I had put in a lot of time. It felt like, is my whole life been a waste if I do this? Mm-hmm. Um, and that thought occurred to me, but then I think think the trauma, the overwhelming nature of COVID brought all kinds of grief in. And then coming out of that, I'm currently at this this point where I'm like, life is precious. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, there are people who aren't alive anymore. Like, I lost people, you know, during this time and suddenly, and the, the people you wouldn't expect to, and the thought came like, why, why do all of this? Or, and out of that came, well, why not? And what do you love about it? And what do I love about it? And in kind of going down into this sort of space of who am I? And, um, the grief of that came out of it. I don't know. And I kind of like it Mm -hmm. because, because who I've always said I am is limiting. And now I don't know who I am and I feel freer and more possibility in letting go of the idea of what I'm supposed to be. So I did have to process some grief about it, but now I, and I'm enjoying and having more availability in my acting than I ever have because I'm free, because I don't have an agenda with it. I'm doing it for the sake of doing it. That doesn't mean that I'm not open. And I have, ironically, worked a little bit, but that's like a side thing. I'm more interested in who am I? What is this? And can I just take it day by day and see? Because nothing is known anymore. I feel like we just don't know anything. I would also say to go back to the actor who's waking up with anxiety in the middle of the night and it's, you know, everything is treacherous and the auditions are not fun and everything is just holding on for dear life, that there has to be a moment or maybe you've had the moment and you walked away from it and, and, and you know that like, I have to change this. I have to do something different. And, and there, there's a lot of fear around asking for help or asking for something else when yeah, my identity's all wrapped up and I was a series regular. I am a series regular. Fuck, I made all this money. Where's my agents? What's what's going on? Why am I I'm older now. I look like this. All that stuff. All that stuff that preys upon us. And if you can get to that smaller voice that says, you know, go ask for some help from artists, from people who feel just like you, who have the same kinds of anxiety and all the stuff, it might be looking like a different package, but still that there's, there's a way through, which is, oh yeah, I like this. It's fun. I like to play. I need to find my way back to that. And yeah, 
all of the things that you were saying, Kate, about like it, it is it's grief. There's a lot of grief around it because you spend all this time and money and time and driving and all of it for years and years and years. And, you know, you look at it and you go, what do I have to show for it? Now nobody wants me and all that stuff. And you got to want yourself. You know, you've got to fight for yourself. You've got to fight for yourself and then bring yourself to others and fight for them and help them and be a partner and be somebody who's there in the room and and is celebrating what it is to be an artist. And I, I think if if someone's willing to do those things, just even to step towards it, that changes everything. Yeah, and that's a big step sometimes. It is, and yeah. it's also the tiniest step. It's just like, I'm gonna turn right. my head like this and look over here, yeah. and I'm gonna, or I'm gonna pick up the phone, and I'm gonna, you know, yeah. no one picks up the phone anymore, right? No one calls anyone. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna text them. I'm gonna, yeah. whatever, them, yeah. I'm gonna find yeah. this thing on But But I yeah. think that really does speak to you know, a lot of what our values are here at the studio, and I know how that how both of you teach, in in the incredible respect for and necessity of community and collaboration, you know, and creating work. And I want to speak to creating work as well, but but what that is, creating that community, why we built the studio, what our class communities are, what it means to collaborate with other people, even in the making of, especially of in the making of a self-tape, and all of that. Because then you take that pressure off yourself, you reach to other people, you have something to offer, and you receive it back. And without that, you cannot do this alone, but there's such a sense of isolation, and since COVID even more so, we've gotten used to it. And whatever age you are, whatever whatever 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, I don't care, you know, you, you were not meant to do this by yourself. You were not meant to be isolated, you know, with all of these feelings of whatever they are, the yearning, the longing, the anxiety, the fear, the self-judgment, all of that. Um, the self-loathing, all you know, all, all of that, and so not only finding like-minded people who feel that way, but relieving it through collaborative work and being of service to other actors. Like, like totally. I swear to God, if I could just be your partner and help you with your self-tape, I'm going to be so happy and relaxed because I'm just doing what I can do to help yeah. you. And yeah. and all of a sudden, like, oh yeah, I like acting. It's fun, and I'm not worried about this. And then you get the self-tape appointment come in, and you're like, yeah, I, I feel great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. There's a lot of that. And we can underline like the the power of community as well, because all of us have done it during the pandemic, when all the communities were tested, yeah. like really tested. And also, and I know that that I have fallen prey to this too, that when things get gnarly, like I'm in a place right now where things are kind of gnarly in my life. And there is the tendency to want to go into the cave and hide, yeah. right? Because like mm. the shame and the, all the stuff. And, but I think actors know this, like they know this, like inherent in the actual art is collaboration, connection with other human beings, with an audience, right? Like it's, it's, it's baked into it. Um, but, but I think each of you has seen the power of, felt it for yourself too, the power of, of community and that interaction with other actors. Yes. And, um, I think that, you know, speaking of, um, why we need it, you know, this social media and seeing what people are presenting can make you feel like everyone else feels great and doesn't feel the way you feel, scared, anxious, will I ever work again, am I an actor? Because, you know, we are prom people are promoting themselves. But if you do connect with somebody and say, hey, how you feeling? Like, I'm, I'm having a hard day. Can, can I talk to you about, like, what just happened in my acting? And blah, blah. You'll find we're all experiencing the same thing. And so part of why I teach and what I love about teaching is to say, hey, let's come together. And knowing that we all, 
you know, because we've gotten to know each other and because I talk this way, experience this industry as sensitive human beings, can we, in a place where we've all agreed that that we're working together towards something, come in and practice and do it, be our best um, selves, show up for each other, um, tell the truth when we feel bad so we can unpack that. And, and I have people stand up and sometimes think they're revealing something, and they are. It's very personal when they say, I'm so disappointed. I feel like I'm failing. And they say this in front of the class after possibly beautiful work that other people have just witnessed who feel the same way sometimes. And sometimes by watching and ex- or the scene partner is like, I just had an amazing time doing that scene with you. And you're telling me you feel terrible. That's not my experience. And you see someone change and go, oh, oh, I'm not alone. Everybody else has had this thought, but I can in real time realize like I just affected people. My scene partner has been affected. I'm telling myself perhaps a different story because we do this alone in our, you know, self tapes and sometimes don't reveal that part. So it's a healing thing coming together, not only yeah, creating a lot of habits of thinking, a lot of habits of this is how it this is how it is for me. And I would also say if you're playing a character who's uncomfortable, you're gonna be uncomfortable and you're not necessarily going to feel fantastic like you just Yeah. You know yeah, half the time it's yeah. the feelings in yeah. the work. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're living through something. Yeah. yeah. But there's an awareness that yeah. that needs to happen around all yeah. of that. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and and so, you know, what the question we offer to to you guys listening is like, what are you doing to be a happy actor, a, a happy human? What to to take care of your your instrument, uh, to be in collaboration, to be in a place of offering, to be in a place of free, joyous a live work, because that's the work that books work. When I see that on a self-tape, I go, yes, mm-hmm. I'm following that you person. You can feel the generosity. You can feel it. You can feel it, You and you can feel the aliveness and the joy in that. But that com- that doesn't come from, I'm going to be a joyous self-taper <laughs> in this self-tape. It, it comes from being in a different place. And so what lights you up? What fills you up? You know, What is the thing that gets you to a place of, oh, yeah, I love this work and I am practicing that work as much as I can. And then I can bring that to all the parts of my connection with self-taping, auditioning, walking on set, you know, getting an agent, dealing with my agent, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, being a part of this larger community that requires you to show up. And this is how you show up for the larger community because no one is going to take care of you, you know, but they do expect you to show up that way. You know, and so, that's a, so that's a, like that's yeah. a tall order. So you yeah. have to do all this work, yeah, and and joyous work, joyous but work, work yeah. Yeah. to to show up the way they're expecting you to show up, and don't expect them to take care of you no. like, or to even respond to. to. They don't care. Yeah, they yeah, want yeah, you to. They yeah. just want you to be that. Just but be they that. will respond on a yes, human level yes. when they see your work that way. Yeah. Whether they're seeing you on they Instagram, can't help it. they can't help it yeah. and because that's our job is to affect other people on an emotional level. And you can only do that when the vessel is full and the valve is open. And that's that's the the, the most valuable thing. I think it's, like it's worth saying again. And if you disagree with this, you're wrong. <laughs> and, and and also you're gonna be unhappy. Yeah. There is nothing the industry can give you that will be more valuable, more important 
uh, than what the artistry can give you. That feeling you had of, of human connection, right? And and like if you're looking for problems as an actor, you're going to find them all over. Right? Yeah, the rejection yeah. of this. Of course, find right? what yeah. you search. You spend 20 yeah, years smoking cigarettes, telling your other actor friends how shitty things are and it sucks, and now they're hiring Australians and blah 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 blah. Right? Like yeah. on and on and on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Blame the Australians. God damn. Like, really. Like, if, if, if you look at what this work actually is, the level of human connection that you get to access every day, multiple times, that most of those schmucks out there in the world don't have the capacity or courage for, like, what a fucking gift. It's a total like, what gift. What a gift. Yeah. You get to exist as a human being on that level, like actually listening, actually being affected by the world around you. And give voice to voice voices that need sure. to be heard, you know, that, yeah, that yeah. you're living inside of worlds that, you know, for of people who their voices to be heard and holding up that mirror and really you know offering it out yeah. it's a gift but but the wind will howl and you'll think oh shit but i gotta get my health insurance and the the agent's saying better book this one or i'm gonna drop you and all of a sudden you're back in that level of consciousness so scratching and clawing your way out of it ends up as you mentioned Sydney, being a practice like that because you're gonna get kicked in the teeth and you're going to lose your insurance absolutely you and, are. And, and you're like, going to have happening. to fall back on that <laughs> yeah. structure of practice that that fortifies all this that makes you get up in the morning and go no no but i'm an actor though right like in spite of all that which is hard and i'm an know, artist your and your agent is not going to i mean they may drop you anyway but they're not going to likely drop you when they see oh look that you're taking care of yourself you know you're being you're you're in the practice of this work, you know, you have something to offer. You're a person I actually want to respond to your email or your text because, you know, I want a piece of that happy. Right. <laughs> I want a piece of that full Right. It's thing. attractive. Yeah. yeah. It's incredibly so attractive. As opposed to, why don't you love me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and I, I need, yeah. 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 I, I just, I need to get me. out more. Where am I self types? My friend's self typing for this thing, you know, whatever that is. It's like there's no, there's, there's no way out of that. So, you know, it, it is the law of attraction, and if you put that kind of energy out into the world because it's real for you, and you're in the practice of it, and that's what we advocate for, and that's what we do here at the studio, and that's why we, we're talking about this with such conviction. When you do that, people see it, they they smell it, they they come to you. It also gives you a job, like it, yeah. the, the job of I got to get ready for class. I've got to I've got to work on this scene from whatever it is, yeah. or I've got to write this scene from whatever it is that I'm that I'm writing because you asked us to write a scene. So I'm writing a scene, and 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 that sense of purpose and and like having a point, and not walking around looking for a point or looking or for waiting somebody for it. waiting for yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, and that speaks to what can you do to be a creative beast on fire. You know, and, and yes, you've all heard, you gotta create content. You gotta make work, and the agent hangs up the phone. It's an, it's the first thing is get new headshots and create content. See ya, come back in a month. You know, and so everybody's freaking out because they don't know what that means. So what does that mean to you guys, and how has that changed or um, enhanced, contributed to your happy actor self? You made this beautiful film over the pandemic. I did. I, I, Risa had a class that I just was like, I have to go do that because was, I'm going crazy. It was crazy. such a wacky class that it we had. It was uh, make it. We made stuff in lockdown. Great. Yeah, yeah. Um, thank you. It was. Um, and we made stuff well, in rehearsal. We made stuff too. No, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It was, yeah. It was, yeah, no, it was, it was incredible yeah. to be. I mean, I've become friends with people I've still not met in person. I actually just met one of them in person who came to town to shoot more stuff oh, yeah. because she's so excited by it. Her The things she made. Oh, people's things got into festivals. Yeah. Um, they're meeting with people based on a 
quote unquote class project, which was really just having a director like Risa and writers who she brought in um, for the, them to help mentor us with projects that we had over Zoom in COVID. So that was one, that's been one way. I, um, so this idea, create content, and then like, I gotta get funny Instagram videos, or I've gotta get, you know, monologues recorded, no judgment to any of that, <laughs> except for, for me perhaps, because it's not my way. Yeah. And so what I've come back to again is, well, what do I wanna see? I'm gonna create the kind of thing I would tune into and wanna watch. And if it's in three minutes or it's a half an hour, I um, I don't, every time I think, well, what do they wanna see? Oh, I know I'm going down the wrong path. You don't know. I don't know, they don't know. <laughs> no one and whatever anything. trend you think is happening yeah. has already happened and they're moving on to the next thing. So you can't chase the industry, but you can look within and say, well, what would be fun? And what do I see on TV and go, oh God, I wish I could do that. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's Fleabag, let's all just be honest. But um, <laughs> no, it's uh, someone who created a series based on a one woman show that they did first, who never thought they were an actor until they got together with a group of other writers who had a task to write 10 minutes, like plays in short periods of time. It, it, that entire career came out of an actor who graduated from drama school and couldn't get a job. She started writing. So what do I do? I do that, not only because I want all that to happen, but because it's fun. I enjoy it. It feels creative. It touches that part of myself. And I feel filled up so that I can teach and inspire other actors to do the same, who, by the way, are. They're seeing each other. They're, I'm encouraging them to write scenes that they bring to class, and then the scene happens, and I'm like, shoot that. Mm. Yeah, and, suddenly, and that's your real. Yeah. And that's your real. And, and, and they wrote it in a day, and they didn't rehearse it, and it happened in the moment, and I'm like, go play with that, get someone to shoot it, and there yeah, you go. Yeah, and and it's, it's fun, it hasn't become something where you have to raise tons of money and put yourself in debt. It's an incredible moment to create because we have the tools to do it. We really Everything. do. Yeah. yeah. And that stuff translates. You know, stuff we've made in class has gone to film festivals. People have won awards for it. They, they've then gotten jobs directing, you know, make, being filmmakers. And it started with an inspiration of, you know, I'm going to write a one-page scene. And as actors, I will say this to all of you, you are some of the best freaking writers out there because you understand story, you understand character, you understand dialogue, you understand the human experience. And so there are ways to do it and do it like you said simply. I mean, whether you're doing it on TikTok or you're, you're doing it in class or you're doing it, you know, you're making a short film somewhere or whatever that is, or you're writing your epic feature or your book, your novel, your book of poetry, whatever it is that you're doing, um, it's your voice is important and the world needs it and it and that's such an that like if that doesn't make you happy I don't know what does nothing made me happier than when we did the birth story and we were all writing and and we connected all the little the little scenes and all the characters and and we did it all on zoom we and did it, it on was zoom. so and it was fun. at a film festival like you know it went to a film festival I'm like how it's not magic you know it's actually tangible now that may not make every single person happy, but then you got to figure out what it what but is that's your what content is. Th that's what content <laughs> yes, is. That but is, also, that's right. But, yeah. but also, and I say this all the time. So you're not ready to write. Find the writer in class who is good. Yeah, that's and right. Can and you write something? Ask, can we write? Yeah. I have an idea. I, Let's together. Oh, and you absolutely. write it, and I help you, and we do it together. You have a community of people that to 
rely on, to go to for help and support and to learn from. And the next thing you know, you actually are writing with someone who knows more than you. Or you're producing or, it as the actor or, yeah. You're, yeah. or you're directing it, you yeah. know, or, or whatever. Or you're, you're, you know, there's, there are ways for you to find the, your contribution to the creative process and to that piece of work, to that piece of content. You know, and there's like I think there's got to be some happiness in that, some joy in that, some aliveness in that, because you are actually in the creative act, which is the thing that excited you when you were five years old. You know, it's the same thing. It's it's tapping into that incredible inspired voice and joy. And it books work. It does. Because you're different. That work now stands on its own. You carry yourself differently. It just you don't even it just does. It has every yeah. it just does. Yeah. yeah. So what I think we're finding here is that the happiness is in the doing of this thing yeah, that you love. Which cultivates more love of the thing that you're doing, so you do it more. Then the doing kind of grows and evolves and changes as it does. It takes you down, you know, different paths and, and into these interesting corners as you're exploring. And also in community. And the doing of this work in particular, I think, is meant to happen in community and per perhaps best served in community. Um, and so, so again, if we think of that actor who is listening to this and is miserable <laughs> or finding themselves or more miserable yeah. than, than, yeah. than not because yeah. they're scared, because yeah. of all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think the only thing that we can do is is to say you have to take that step. You have to find yourself a caring community uh, that is committed to action, right? That's committed to the doing of this thing and, and give yourself to that community. Allow yourself to receive from that community. And all of a sudden things start growing and some of that edge gets ground down just mm. a little bit. And you can find out find out what else you can feel and experience instead of that anxious feeling. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I, I would also say, like, even translate happy into love, because what is that thing that that you love about this? And if you come back to that, that's happy. Yeah. Aren't they the same? Happiness and love? Yeah. I mean, aren't they kind of? Yeah. But I think we forget that. We think, like, happy is an idea. We think of the smiley face. We think if it's, you know, it's yeah. an, an external sort of state of being when it really comes from a deeper, more personal place of the love of the thing. It's the love of the thing. Well, and having a purpose. And I think that when we're on purpose, it we're, we are more available to the joy, the love. Yeah. And edibles. <laughs> well. But not for me. Not for you. Not for no. me. But you have your version of that, whatever yeah. that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, that is, I mean, just reminding that, like, sometimes just going within and taking care of yourself is the first step that will then allow you to be able to connect with others, go into community, like, just because I feel for, I'm thinking of that person up yeah. there who is miserable and I'm saying sometimes stepping out feels like too much and mm -hmm. that's okay and to take that space to say I'm gonna take care of myself mm -hmm. and just whatever that means whether it's you know uh, a friend connection therapy getting your health in line whatever that might be knowing that that is as important as any of this and then that will translate into the expression of that love, that voice, yeah. that art. Yeah. And who you are. Yeah. Yeah.
We know that you're feeling the stress of these challenging and uncertain times. We are too. And it's possible that you have no idea how to nourish yourself as an actor, as an artist in all of this. And we're here to tell you that that's okay. Everyone we know in and around this industry is feeling all that. And we want you to know that we're here to help. Every month we open up our online studio doors and invite you to join us for a virtual workshop where we dismantle and reconfigure your approach to your craft, the industry, auditions, booking, self-tapes, and taking care of your creative soul. It's our mission to make you feel empowered and confident, even excited about what's ahead and what you can do right now. So join Steve and me online, meet our amazing teachers, find out what actions you can take in order to thrive, and let us guide you to the success you're looking for. To reserve your spot, check out the summit link in our show notes to sign up. Space is limited, but we want you to be there, so click the link. We love sharing this content with our community. We offer it 100% free, and it's our privilege to do so. If you're loving this podcast and are interested in offering something in return, go ahead and subscribe to The Acting Podcast. Then find us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen to your podcast and leave us an honest rating and review. Your words will help us bring this work to even more actors and artists around the world. Thank you so much for listening and for being here with us. We love how this community shows up for us and for each other online and in the studio. Come visit us online at thebgbstudio.com. Jump into a class with us. We're here to get you into the kind of shape necessary to be successful.